everyone. You designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at Myself a Home. And we've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. Hi, everyone. It's episode 189, Drinks on Us, Coffee or Cocktail Tables. Today's show notes can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 189. Uh, We've got a lot of great information for you today because I would um, guess that everyone has at least one cocktail or coffee table in their home. And if you're in the market for a new cocktail or coffee table, you have really come to the right spot today. We have a lot of great information and tips and tricks uh, for coffee tables. And I just want to ask- Should we make up um, teams like coffee table team and cocktail team? There you oh I'm okay. definitely what do you on the cocktail it? team. Oh, you're co- <laughs> we already now, knew that. And I drink coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and I call mine coffee tables. How about you, Anita? Well, you know, I'm the weirdo. You, I'm all about putting my feet we up. We didn't so- want to tell everybody. So I know. Well, they already know. <laughs> I like to put my feet up. We don't really have coffee table. Hey, take your feet off the table. Put your feet on the ottoman. So if I'm serving drinks, here's the tip is you can use an ottoman for coffee table. You just need a very large tray to to put on it to put all mm-hmm. your cocktails or coffee but on it. But we're going to call your ottoman a coffee table because yes. you use it has a dual purpose and we're yes, going to talk does. about those wonderful well, and, dual purpose um, coffee tables. Yeah, and on the back porch uh, we've got a big trunk and that is a coffee table out there. So there you go. I love the creative ways that you come up with for using a quote unquote coffee table. <laughs> but you know, here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. If you have a tape measure and three measurements, you can at least find the perfect height for your coffee table. Mm -hmm. Now there's a traditional classic size. It's 48 by 24. That's, that's sort of like, keep that in the back of your mind. If you sort of don't know, um, you're without a tape measure and you're going and you look into a store and you see the coffee table of your dreams. That's sort of the classical measurement. But here's three measurements that you need. You need to measure the top of the seat height of your sofa if it goes, if it's going to be um, sitting next to us, if your coffee table is going to be sitting next to a sofa, you need to measure the length of your sofa and you need to measure the height of your coffee table. And those are the three magic measurements that you take to find the perfect coffee table. The coffee table should be about the the seat height of your sofa or just a little lower. I had one that was a little higher and it really looked odd and I just got rid of it. That's interesting you say that because I actually like them to be a little bit taller than the standard height. And that is because if you are serving any kind of food or drinks on it, I like it a little. In fact, our trunk is really tall, but you know, I really like that. I'm well, that's good, Anita, but I'm talking about sort of like the traditional. Right, right, right. But you said you like, but you said you like it a little shorter. And I just mentioned that I like it a little mm-hmm. taller. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you can, so what you're suggesting is the standard height, right. the recommended height, but right. I'm saying you can go taller or shorter depending on your personal preference. That's absolutely right. But I'm giving you just sort of the standard measurements. Then you want to get the length of your sofa and your, and your uh, coffee table should not be 
longer than two thirds the length of your sofa. And then um, the height of, and then the distance from your sofa uh, to your coffee table should be about 12 to 18 inches. I know we keep ours a little tighter, just like your, your, um, your ottoman at coffee tables a little taller. I sort of forego that rule because our uh, family room's very long and narrow. So the one in the family room, we just keep a little tighter because when Bob and I are just at home, we don't sit on our sofa. We each have really our, our, our favorite chairs that we sit on. So those are the three measurements. So if you have a tape measure, you can find your perfect um, coffee table. Okay. And I wanted to mention before we get too far into it, that this whole episode was inspired by our listener and pal, Pat B. So Pat, thanks for giving us the the, uh, topic idea. I think it's a great one. Pat, Mm -hmm. with her joy sinking and gimlet eye, was wondering, you know, what the heck is the difference (laughs) between a coffee and a cocktail table? And what do I have in my living room? So she wrote to us and we thought that's a great idea and that we wanted to share it with everybody and we did our research. And so Yvonne has now given you some general standard uh, measurements that you should keep in mind and Nita's mm-hmm. saying you can off-road it. And I'm going to tell you, there really is no difference between the cocktail and the coffee table in today's world in reality, especially when you can make these sort of off the beaten track choices. Mm-hmm. But historically, um, the cocktail table sort of came into play, as you might imagine, in the Roaring Twenties when people were having cocktail parties. And the cocktail table was generally a little bit taller than a coffee table. Mm. Well, both of them, or the, the purpose of both of them was to put drinks on and also books. Each one, even the cocktail one, people were using for a cocktail and a book. So maybe you were sitting down and having your, I don't know, what, what did you drink in the 20s? Like a Rob Roy or a Manhattan or something like that. And then mm. you'd have your book. And then the coffee table came into play. And it wasn't for coffee. It could be for a beverage, but it was for coffee table books. So it was, oh, yeah. Okay. So it was thought, seen now during the prohibition, my trunk would have come in handy. So it would have been all your And you could have hidden, hidden all your did. cocktails in the trunk. Exactly. There you go. Oh, I, I, and pick up your, you know, Edith Wharton book and just pretend that's what see? you're doing. Yes. See? I know what I'm doing. You exactly. do. Well, when I come to your house, I'm going to look inside that trunk. Mm-hmm. So, we'll have cocktails out of the trunk. Yeah. That's the coffee crazy. tables were then sturdier and thicker and sh- uh, slightly shorter historically than the cocktail table. Mm. Um, so the coffee table traditionally is about 16 to 18 inches in height. And the cocktail table was 20 to 22, which I'm thinking maybe only because you had heels on and you were looking fabulous with your <laughs> cocktail. I don't know, but mm-hmm. that's all sort of evolved now. Um, and because I always like a little bit of history, and maybe some of you do too. And I love your history lesson. Oh, yeah. Is, no, I love the history all, too. a little bit for Pat too, is in 1938, E.W. Godwin, a renowned architect and furniture designer, referred to one of his furniture designs as a coffee table. Ah. Oh. Right? And the rest was history after that. So um, that's a little bit of the background that I was able to, uh, you know, unearth on cocktail tables. Yeah, and, and I think tables. it's odd if you have a sofa. I mean, you need a 
table or an ottoman or something. And I think it looks odd without something in front of it. Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you, in our other house in San Marino, the girls were little. We had the giant red DNA sectional, you know, and they were, (laughs) they would jump off it and we had a carpet and then on the other side of the room, and it was a fairly large room, we had the TV and the fireplace and bookshelves on either side and then two chairs and what have you. And I just didn't put a coffee table for years because I, it would kind of get in the way. And I, and I, you know, they would jump all around and they would lay on the ground. They had their pillows on the ground. And probably in the back of my mind, I think if I put a table there, they're going to really eat there. And I don't want them to do that either. <laughs> so, you know, sort of, I didn't want them to hurt themselves mm-hmm. and uh, around just didn't look right. So I didn't have one for the longest time. But then when they got a little bit older, I put one in there and wow, it was like the room was crying out for it. Mm-hmm. Do you know, this is so interesting because I was doing some research on this and they said that usually, and, and I found this sort of hard to believe that a coffee table is the focal point of a room. But when you think about it, like if you don't have a fireplace and you don't have things like that and you're looking at you're looking into a room and your coffee table is there and your sofa's there, it very well could be. Well, it's the positioning too, because it's in the middle yeah. usually. It depends on, right. I think it depends on the layout. Our uh, house, you kind of look at the back of the sofa, so it would never be at our house. But yeah, I think in some that makes a lot of sense. It does. So if it is the focal point of your room, now my, like mine faces like yours does, Anita, and mm-hmm. we look at our, we look at our fireplace, but in my living room, that's totally different. It's on the side. So I'm thinking, ooh, I'm glad I have a vignette on there, something that really pulls that all together. And because a bare coffee table is crying out for something on it, if it's if it's situated that you walk into it and it's like full on in front of you. You know, you've just got to yeah. be so careful with that. Yeah. 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 And you don't want it just because it's a flat surface, you know, you don't want it to be something where people are just dumping things or, mm-hmm. you know, leaving their school books or leaving snacks or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, obviously, if it's a, a coffee table or a cocktail table, it's in a in a public space in your house where other people are going to be coming in. And maybe because a lot of people still do have a formal living room, it's a little bit more of a formal space. So you might be able to have it situated just the way you want it all the time (laughs) without people messing with it. Well, you know, I'm really trying to change that in my house because my, my, um, coffee table is, uh, actually sandblasted wood. And so it's not, it doesn't have a shiny surface. It's sort of, you know, sort of dull, uh, but it, but it's a, a real pretty sort of not raw wood because there is something over it, but it's not going to get chipped and scratched too. And if it does, it looks fine. Um, so we've been playing games on it. Like we've been playing, um, we love dominoes. We're big dominoes people, dominoes and, uh, we're scrabble people. And, um, that's, I'm just trying to get everybody to use that room a little more. Oh yeah. That's a great idea mm-hmm. to use it. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, you know, that you're using it, but you probably don't leave, you know, like, you know, candy wrappers and absolutely. dominoes out all yeah, the time. Absolutely. Right? So- In my house, that's right. But right. you know, there are, um, a few things that, well, let me think, one, two, three, four, five, five things that we need to talk about when you think about um, options for the perfect coffee table. And you know, coffee tables are a little difficult to pick out. And I think it's because you have so many options. It's almost hard to know which way you want to go. 
I mean, when I think of that, it's almost like art to me. There's so many styles and options, but you need to think about use, how you use it and what your needs are for it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, another thing I wanted to point out about the coffee table uh, while we're talking about sizes and how you choose the right one is just like we were talking about the height is kind of, you know, be, pay attention to the height. The other thing I think you want to really pay attention to is the size and scale of the coffee table. And it's one of those things, again, where I think it's better to air one way than the other. So my thought is bigger it's, I'd rather it be a little too big than a little too small because I feel like it's that skimpy thing with the rug that's too small. And then I think the smaller coffee table can really look like, you know, you, you ran out of money before you bought finished buying all your furniture. So, you know, if you go with, if you really want a smaller one and it looks too small, I think one of the options you can go with is to repeat it. So have two coffee tables. They're smaller, and I think that'll help with the balance of the size. And Anita, the sofa. That, mm-hmm. that is one of the th- other things we're going to talk about other than use and need is size, style, material, and that color slash finish. So, yeah, I agree with you. I like I don't like a um, long sofa with a little tiny like round table. It just looks it's just the scale is so off. It just throws it off that in, in today's, and I think today's, um, the way we use them, bigger is sometimes better because they're great surfaces to do all kinds of things on, you know, relax, put your feet up, you know, put your books on, there's a, put your drinks on, whether it be coffee or cocktails. So there are a lot of um, ways you can go. Just don't undersize your coffee table. Well, see, and I'm thinking we've got that ottoman there. Maybe we should just go with the whole sectional thing that you're talking about. Just make it one big bed there. Have you seen those? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, We're just covered. Well, yeah. you know, and, and this uh, kind of coffee table that you're talking about sectionals is really good is a big square mm-hmm. um, coffee table. If you have room for a sectional, you probably have room for a square coffee table. And that is a really nice look because, you know, sectionals are hefty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially if you have two, we have two uh, settees in a in a U shape in our living room. So when you've got kind of a seating like that, the square makes a lot of sense. So I mean, I think you also want to take into account not only your size of your sofa, but also what's on the how is the room arranged? So see, we've got a really nice size U. So a square, we actually have a round ottoman, but a square one would work beautifully in our house. If you have smaller chairs on either side, a square might uh, ottoman a might feel sized incorrectly. So again, keep in mind also the chairs next to the sofa or across from the sofa. Are they big? Do they have a big frame to them? Are they more delicate? And that's going to really also drive not only not only the style, but the uh, size. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. You want to think about what the coffee cocktail table is really going to be interfacing with the Mm -hmm. most. Like what does Mm -hmm. it, what is it providing function for? Is it for the people that are sitting on the sofa or is it for everyone who's in the room because the other chairs or poofs or whatever you've got on the other side give access to it from the other side. The way I have it set up in my room, my coffee table is 
or rather thin in you know terms of this the width of a coffee table mm-hmm. a cocktail table rather thin and longish and it really only is to interface with the sofa and the people on the sofa it functions for those people the other people <laughs> on the other side <laughs> if there was to be other people in the room with me they would be sitting in those brugere chairs and each one of those chairs has its own side table so those people don't need to be interfacing with my cocktail table. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Very so good I don't, point. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and the way my room is, again, very long and narrow. If I had a big square, uh, you know, it'd be pushing. It would Those not people work. would be sitting practically in the fireplace. So it wouldn't work. <laughs> so the the narrow, longish uh, cocktail table really works for me. And you wouldn't, it would not be comfortable for you to be leaning into it from those other side chairs. So I had to provide um uh, those sure. sets of nesting tables for them and a, and a side table for yeah, those Yeah, I was chairs. worried that they didn't have a place to put their drinks. So I was wondering how you handled that. And <laughs> I know, you know, I mean, you're worried about that. I I, well, because I might want to sit there when I come I, if I'm ever invited, but whatever. So you, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. So, uh, but anyway, I think you're, and then you make the good point about just the shape. It really does depend on how your room is laid out. It, it Exactly. And these are all things that you need to consider when you're thinking about buying a cocktail table. Here's the, here's what I love about cocktail tables. There are so many options like for storage or just like you, Anita, you could actually sit on your ottoman slash coffee table. Some of them that are, are rectangle shape and maybe have a nice leather top or a, a sturdy fabric top and they're sturdy enough. You can use them as extra seating. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can put your feet on them. And like you said, Anita, you have a trunk that you store things in. You can um, buy them. We had a coffee table that had casters on them and we could move it around like we can move it out of the space like if we're playing charades or anything like that and if you have a coffee table just with the four legs and the space underneath it is clear and you don't necessarily need to put your feet under there you can also use that as storage space like put a big basket under there Mm -hmm. so I love the option of storing in a coffee table Yesterday, I was working on our episodes and a few other things, and I decided to move my whole little mo- my mobile office into mm-hmm. the living room. And I have to say, I never sit in my living room on during the week. Uh, what? <laughs> usually, what? I don't. I really don't. It's like I do it on Sunday morning. Sometimes I sit in there or at night. Where do you sit? She doesn't anymore. When I She's work, too I sit, busy. I, I'm <laughs> usually moving around. But yesterday, I did a lot of gardening, and it was super, super, super hot yesterday, oh, like yeah. 95 degrees. And I thought, oh, so I got all cleaned up, and I knew I wanted to get ready for recording today. So I went and took all my my computer and my notebooks and all the stuff I need, and I went and sat in the living room, and it was absolutely delightful. And stuff we're going to talk about today, and I. Th- I really was thinking, what kind of coffee table am I drawn to? And I have to say, I am on the co- on the cocktail team, A, mm-hmm. just because I like the word better and it's kind of a little sexier <laughs> than coffee table and I don't drink coffee. And I like a coffee table slash cocktail table that, that doesn't have a lot of visual weight, but is interesting. That is a little spark. And I think it's a piece of furniture that you can get away with, like Anita's saying, where you can off-road it a little bit, or you can do something that is a juxtaposition to your other furnishings. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to go. And I'm going to harken back to um, 
uh, the episode we did about mixing styles like a pro. And when you're talking about having your 70 or your 80% of one style, I think your 20 or 30, one of those elements can be your coffee table. So I guess what I'm saying is, or I keep saying coffee, but I really mean cocktail, but it's early (laughs) in the morning. um, It's early. It's early. Mm -hmm. Well, it's very early here. Um, So I guess what I'm saying is have some fun with it. Mm-hmm. Because it's yeah. a piece you can get away with having some fun with. Mm-hmm. Well, right, and I, I've got uh, a cart. It's an industrial cart that we use in the mountains for a coffee table, and it's on big, big wheels. Mm. And I don't know if they used it uh, in a train station. It's got some German writing on it. It was an antique when we I bought it uh, at an auction house. So, but it's, it's got a big handle on it and wheels and it's got a shelf. And I guess it was like for a porter, you know, carrying luggage. I mean, that's about the size of this, but it's great for, for, but it's, you know, it doesn't scooch around pretty much. Mm -hmm. Now, when you saw mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. wherever you saw it, were you Mm -hmm. like, oh, coffee, cocktail, or did you just think I have to have this and I'm going to figure out whatever I'm going to use it? I was thinking I have a booth at Round Top and I need to fill it. This looks great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then, and then, um, then it was, I have a house in North Carolina. I need to fill it. And this this didn't sell. Mm -hmm. So I'm keeping this puppy. Yeah. We're in, we're we're talking about instant character the minute you put yes. that in. Yes, it, it it's so wow. charming. It's really cool. So I really love using unique pieces. So I think it's fun to go to an antique store or go to an auction or go to a a flea market or something and just look around and say what is about the right height and size that mm-hmm. I can find that would be just really fun and different. Well, right. you know what I did? I have now two mobile babies in my house occasionally. Mobile and babies. I know mobile babies. <laughs> Once they can, you know, walk or get up or crawl up something oh, to yeah. stand it's up. Oh yeah, a game changer. And oh my gosh, we had um in the family room we had a coffee table that had you know it was a rectangle and the ends were sharp and all i could see is like an accident happening and so out went that table and i was just rummaging around in the basement and i have this really beautiful huge basket that is just about the height of a coffee table and it has great storage and, and it's got like that, that, uh, baskets that are sort of the gray shading. And I thought, Oh, this will be perfect. And I plunked it down and that's what we're using until those babies can walk steadily. Oh, I think that's a great idea. And Just again, that's a different look too. Yeah. And, so and it really did change the look. It's great for spring and summer. I mean, I really like it for that in my room, but, uh, no, sh- it's all like rounded corners. If they fall up against it, they're not going to cut themselves. So, you know, that was a, that was good for the use and what I need it for. And I have extra storage for baby toys. Yeah. And so I love it the worked idea. perfectly. Um, yeah. yeah. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. I love what Anita said about using two or even three. I mean, a set mm-hmm. of, yeah, I, three. I wouldn't think not, probably not square, but like I have those Florentine nesting tables, which I yes. adore. And did you know, I didn't tell you guys this. Sometimes I take pictures, <laughs> you know, I, I take pictures of what I get at yard sales and I send them pictures of stuff mm-hmm. in my trunk, but yes. I, I don't think I did this this day, but I got another set. Did you really? Yes. Okay. Oh my. Yeah. For $30, all three See, of them. You know, when I first mm. started buying them, they were inexpensive. Now I think they're on a little, they, once they're on a couple of blogs, the price soars. Oh, I've noticed no, no, that no. about mm-hmm. so many things. No, so, I know. Well, you, oh, you've crazy. also got, you've always yeah. got some 
you know, secret nook somewhere to get oh, stuff. Oh, now I have, I, I have like deal magnet. I don't know what I've, you know, that it's my special gift. <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> but uh, I know years ago, I got my first set of Florentine nesting tables and I have a blog post on Florentine mm. if anybody's interested in like, what is mm-hmm. that? Is it plastic? Yes. Where does mm-hmm. it come from? Yeah. Um, I got this set at a yard sale, which was like a, a very memorable yard sale. I also got my outdoor patio table from them. But, um, and then I went to the Shabby Chic store over in uh, the West Side in LA with my friend who's Oh, Rachel all- Ashwell's yeah. got a store there? Oh, Well, cool. she did. Now she's closed her store. But yeah. this was several years ago. And I walked in. And I at that time, I think I spent like $25 for all three of them. Mm-hmm. And wow. they were 425 for the mm-hmm. big table. I believe it. 375 oh. <laughs> for the medium and like Whoa. 225 for mm-hmm. the baby. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. my gosh. I was still so like squealing, like silent cheering myself. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know. Yes. I know. It's so but it's anyway, so exciting. I digress. I'll make a note to put that Florentine post in in case anybody's mm-hmm. interested. But I wouldn't use rectangles and squares because that's how those nesting tables come so they can stack, you know, they, mm-hmm. like those Russian dolls that go inside of each other. Mm-hmm. But rounds are so great uh, in a little mm-hmm. grouping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. Threes. You could do a grouping. Three different sizes, you mean. Yeah, right? so you get a mm-hmm. set of, of three nesting tables. Like You can get great nesting tables on Amazon and you get, you know, maybe the glass top and some metal, uh, you know, base or something like that. And then you can, if especially if your space is small, if you had a bigger party or something, maybe you stack them up and you put them to the corner if people are going to be standing. But if, but if you need them to move around the room, that's great. But then for the general every day, you group them in front of your sofa. I think that's a great way to go. Another thing we're speaking of round is you can use garden stools, like a, a pair of garden stools. If oh, you have I a, love it. If you have a, if you don't have a lot of space and just make sure, I mean, some of them are pretty big. So two of those next to each other with a flat top would be just a charming, beautiful focal point of a coffee table. I think you're absolutely right. And you know, mm-hmm. those, those smaller little groupings maybe works better, you know, if your sofa is gigantic, like we're saying you don't want to do that with the scale. But if you had an apartment sized or a love seat, I mean, even better. I think those would be so And here's magical. something else, you know, me and my loose sight. I'm so wild about loose sight. I'm thinking about once the basket goes replacing the the uh, coffee table I had with a loose sight coffee table because there again, there's no hardly any visual weight. If interesting, you, yeah. Like if idea. you have, and I think it's sort of a if you get sort of a uh, a rectangly one that's sort of nondescript, it can go with any style. But here's the deal: what you put on it will show, but there's just it's just no visual weight. So if you have a lot of furniture already in a room or your room is very small and you don't want to call attention to yet another piece of mm-hmm. furniture, right. something like a loose site or a, a glass top with uh, like metal, um, you know, metal legs would be a really good thing or a round one that has an open mesh metal base, something like that, just to give your room um, a little airier look and have it not, not have one other piece of furniture. I love that because sometimes you see, like, they have the big 
coffee table. You think of like the big wooden coffee table. And it kind of reminds me of a smaller version of what you talked about with that brown leather sofa. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Well, we and don't want one of those in and our that's room. Not that's, good. Sure. that's not good. That's mm-hmm. not good at all. However, if you have a very big space, you can handle a big coffee table, especially if it's not... Um, loaded with a lot of furniture. And I'm just, in my mind, I'm going like sectional, 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 like a white sectional or a, a something neutral. You can't handle a pretty big, heavy coffee table, um, especially if you're going to use it. It's got to be durable enough to, you know, play games on it or do things like that. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. So, oh. you know, it just really depends on your room, the style, how much room you have for a coffee table and what your needs are. And then you go to like those uh, measurements that Yvonne gave us in the beginning. Of course, there's a little play on all of that. Mm -hmm. And like Anita said, she like for her purposes, she likes a little bit higher, but it's just really good to keep those measurements in mind. And I I do, if anything, like I usually have my measuring tape with me, but for whatever reason, if I change purses or something, (laughs) here's a little tip, measure your arm. (laughs) So, you know, so like take it from your wrist uh-huh. Right, or you could use your finger, but I would say take it from your wrist to sort of your armpit, and see. okay, so for me that's about you know whatever twenty some odd inches, and then you know, like you could just sort of so it, from it, your wrist to your armpit, so you're down on the ground, like <laughs> yeah, well you don't have to be down that, the ground, you're just kind of like you know you're like at home goods, you're just kind of. Stretch your arm out straight. That is such so a like, great just, idea. You're ballparking, you know? So it's Yeah, like, no, that is a good mm-hmm. idea. And do you know, I remember being with my builder in my house and we were, I was trying to figure out if my mirror was going to fit there. And I said, well, my mirror's about this big. And I put my hands apart and I said, measure that. And he looked at me like I was an idiot because it was air. And I'm like, well, that's about how big it is. And it turned out. It was pretty close. And it's another really good good idea is to learn how how, um, long your stride is, like a normal walking stride. And so you can, my husband does that. He knows how long his stride is and he can walk off feet very easily if you don't need inches. Well, yeah, that's how they used to do the the, uh, measuring. I measure, I, I know how long my foot is. And I mean, I usually don't take my shoe off, so you kind of, it's not exact, but you know, if your foot is 12 inches, then you just go, you know, heel to toe, heel to toe, heel to toe. And then you can figure out, like, if you were at a yard sale and you're like, oh gosh, that looks like a four by six, but I don't know, maybe it's a five by eight and then just walk it. Yeah. And so, and you've got that with you all the time. And how do you think they got the measurement called the foot? Exactly. There you go. Or the cubit or things like that. Oh, well, this has been so fun having coffee or cocktails. So hopefully this gave you some good ideas uh, when you're shopping for a coffee table. So remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody. We want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.